Hello everyone. This is a deeper perspective today with you on another episode. Um <clears throat> and I wanted to make this episode kind of going over the healthy versus unhealthy uh, ways of understanding or uh, uh, what did I call it? Called it something. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I actually called it something. Healthy and unhealthy levels of understanding and interactions. Um, that could be healthy and unhealthy levels of the spiral, spiral dynamics. Could be healthy and unhealthy levels of some kind of social interaction where, you know, unhealthy would be, you know, in a certain way and healthy would be in another way. Things like this. And this by no means, this little list, it's a very small list, doesn't co cover all of them. Um, but, and there's some allowance for improvement and things like this. And there's other things as well that I can put on this list, but aren't like complete necessities for the list. See, with, with this list, I try to make a lot of leeway because there's a lot of different uh, ways in which the spiral acts. You know, stage blue is not going to act like stage green. Stage green and stage orange isn't going to act like stage red. And so we'll have to allow for certain behaviors. These behaviors uh, are... rather typical for the stage at hand, whatever that is. But are unhealthy or unhealthy based on these qualities. So healthy qualities. Let's start with that first. And this isn't really like something totally formulated. I wrote some of it down, but I didn't really go too deeply into it because it was some, just a way to get the ideas out there first. First thing I think is understanding. Understanding and, you know, compassion. Uh, and there's different kinds of compassion as well, so I'll get into that in a minute. But, uh, um, understanding is different from knowledge. Um, a lot of people, I think, miss this, um, and it's really easy to miss, because I don't think we get, like, very good definitions, and I think understanding, and perhaps this is just my personal interpretation, and that's fine, but I think understanding is different from knowledge. Like, you could have the knowledge that so-and-so so is, is yelling or whatever, but you don't necessarily, that doesn't give you necessarily the understanding of why this person is yelling. Uh, is yelling and and some of that you get through context some of that you get through uh, other things whatever those are the context could be you know maybe the person didn't like the service that he got because the service was you know, maybe the food that he was ordered wasn't the right food or maybe it was raw or whatever who knows you know, maybe it wasn't the best response, but that's, you know, what it, what it, what it boils down to. And that not the best response comes from his emotionality in that situation. Uh, and so understanding doesn't necessarily have to be as widespread. Like, I think there's different degrees of understanding. 
Um, and it's not even necessarily the key aspect of this. Mostly it boils down to compassion. And we'll get to that in a minute. But understanding could be as simple as, oh, it's for this reason. Um, you know, without going too deeply into it. It could be as simple as saying, well, he's yelling because he's, you know, letting out the pressure within his mind in whatever way he can, because it's a lot of pressure or whatever. There's a lot of anger in there. And so the anger is like leaking out whether he wants it to or not. So he's, he's leaking it out in very large waves instead of the slow leaks would eventually that would eventually lead to him exploding or something. You know, that kind of thing. Could be very simple, it could be very complex. Depends on the level of the spiral, I think. As well. Um Um and you know the other stages aren't necessarily going to understand this fully anyways. Um, and so the understanding is going to be very simple, or it's going to be you know based on stage blue or whatever, or the understanding could be a stage blue understanding of, you know, even though this person is not being good or whatever, we must not judge him for this or whatever because he's stage red or what you know what what you know what I mean. Okay, so it's going to be based on the, the spiral that level that you're on, uh, and so that. Is part of this, this as well. This isn't just about the understanding of the person's point of view. Although that happens, but that, that's mostly a second tier thing where stage yellow understands others and, and stuff like this. And sometimes you can get this with, with green, especially if you have another stage green person. But, you know, it really starts happening more, I think, in my opinion, in yellow. Because yellow goes beyond all these attachments to a certain position um so compassion is a, another one now there's two different kinds of compassion there's an episode from actualized.org i remember i'm going to link it in the description but basically it's called masculine versus feminine compassion um you see, most people, when they think of compassion, they think of this one kind of compassion, which is what, you know, the feminine kind of compassion. Where it's like, for you, and all this other stuff. But there is actually another kind of compassion. Where you realize that that poor you strategy, or whatever it is, the, the feminine compassion isn't going to work in this situation. So you have to create discipline. You have to, you know, deal with the situation and what work in a way that has to, you know, get this done. You know, good example might be like if you're in a fire, you know, if a child is in fear of the fire and he won't leave, you know, maybe the right thing to do with a masculine compassion thing to do is to pick the child up and hold them and run out of the building or whatever. You know, something like this. Or talk to the child in a more commanding voice like, I know you're scared, but we need to get out of here right now. Because this building can fall on us. Kind of thing. Well, we don't, you don't have to scare the child, but you know what I mean. Something like this. Because you don't really have time to be in that feminine compassion space. Um, so, there is this need for this kind of compassion in our, in our world. Because we're dealing right now with a lot of feminine compassion. Um, and sometimes we need a little bit of masculine one as well. Often the problem is a lack of understanding slash compassion, but that's you know, another problem. And usually more understanding leads to more under, uh, more compassion as well. 
Um, unless you get stuck in your current worldview for whatever reason. I talked about that in the last episode where you can kind of get stuck in like stage blue or stage red for, for a moment or two or more depending on your living conditions and depending on your triggers and depending on what triggered you or whatever it is. Um, so anyways, the other level to this is and this particularly is something that I think a lot of stage blue people uh, kind of need to understand is the ability not to uh, necessarily hold someone to the letter of the, the law whatever that law is maybe the law of Jesus or the law of whatever it is more um, not to mean that doesn't mean that you don't discipline people or that you don't you know try and explain things from the law's perspective where whether that law be Jesus's law or the government's law or whatever it is but you do it from uh, a, a position of you know a, a sort of one-to-one -one position where it's like I know you you're going through this but you, you might want to obey the law of Christ or whatever. Um, but not going after the letter of the law. Like, you know, you should do this only in this way. You should do that only in that way. But that's what they get stuck in. You get, you get, you get this, like, thing where it's like, it has to be in this particular way, in this particular time. Um, and that can be true. And it can be useful to do that, but most of the time, it's it's dogmatic, and it's uh, from a lack of compassion slash understanding, a lack of open thinking, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, you know, a lack of the ability to um, you know make a little bit of wiggle room within your your construct. Uh, this type of thing. That doesn't mean that you don't show them morals and teach them morals. It means that your morals shouldn't be about these like specific, specific rules so much as they be, should be about principles. Now there's a difference between rules and principles. Like you could have a rule that thou shalt not kill. But that doesn't really show you and explain to you why you shouldn't kill. There's there's certain principles that go into this, and certain understandings that go into this rule that thou shalt not kill. For instance, um, you know, this principles could be that if you kill somebody, it, it backfires on you. It does a little bit. It, it makes you a target. <clears throat> um. You know, I could actually talk to Stage Red through Stage Red. No. Um, if you want to survive in Stage Red, if you want to thrive in Stage Red, thou shalt not kill unless threatened by somebody. Because what's going to happen is you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to prison. And you're going to deal with circumstances that are difficult and you may become, uh, you may face threats where you will be threatened more and more often in prison. Um, but not just this, but you, you find yourself in, in this mode of thou shalt not kill. And a sort of like, when you kill somebody, there's a sort of uh, line that you can kind of cross talking about it from the stage of blue perspective where if you cross this line you may not be able to come back from it you know you're not going to come back from it meaning that you're going to have this on your head in some way you have to grow up you have to realize that you know killing this person isn't really going to fix the problem 
Um, there's a saying that says you shouldn't, you cannot run away from your problems. In the same way, I don't think you can even murder your problems away. Because it's always going to create more problems uh, and stuff like this. It's also talking about from a stage red point of view as well. And you can you can talk to stage red like this <clears throat> and explain explain to them why killing isn't really going to work necessarily. Uh, it may not, it may not work. It may not convince them, but you know that's how how it works. So principles versus um, letter of the law thinking. Now it's easy to confuse the two because. Letter of the law thinking sounds like principles. But usually, letter of the law thinking doesn't have the understandings behind it. Like, it's more like given to you from this idea of, like, well, God said it, therefore it's true, type of thing. And that's not really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about principles. I'm talking about things that you can reason out with others. Uh, and that makes sense to you and makes sense to them and, and can keep them from doing certain actions. Uh, now talking from a kind of almost stage orange perspective, you know, you're, when you talk only from a faith-based perspective rather than a principled one, you, um, can kind of like, lose yourself your compassion your your understanding and become the thing that you're trying to avoid becoming um, you can see sometimes that this happens um, you know they had this idea that thou shalt not kill but because they the, the Catholic Church and other churches follow things to the letter of the law in many cases Actually, no, they didn't even follow it to let the law. Because they were following it from this, like, perspective where it was, like, to a letter of their law. But they, you know, were doing it in a very, like, to a letter of their law perspective. Where the crusades were happening, they are killing people and they are murdering people. Violating thou shalt not kill. Because it wasn't coming from principle, it was coming from God said said this, therefore it's true. Therefore, we must convert people who disagree with us. We must torture them. We must do this. Killing people, murdering people for the sake of God. For converting people to your perspective of God. Uh, now, talking, now talking from a stage green slash blue perspective. God told you not to kill. More, more of a stage blue perspective. Um, and so, <clears throat> when the church disobeyed this and started killing in the name of God, you disobeyed his commandments. Um, because you were trying to do it from this letter of the law perspective. You know, because there are certain quotes in the Bible that they cherry pick to do this, where they go, okay, so that gives us the right to spread God's word. But they did it in a less compassionate way. Um, you know, this kind of thing. Um... Open thinking. This was actually something talked about in the book Spiral Dynamics. I haven't read it. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I'm working on it right now. And open thinking is different from closed thinking. Closed thinking is basically where you follow it. You follow slash believe in something to the leather, leather of the law type of thing, like I was talking about, where you know there's there's the Ten Commandments, and that's it. You know, God told us this, therefore it's true, type of thing. Yeah, there's no openness. There's no There's no understanding. There's no, no compassion. There's no under, There's none of this stuff. Um, and so, you kind of like 
find yourself. I'm going to turn this, I'm going to turn this noise gate off after this is this, uh, done, I think. But anyways, you find yourself, you know, going after systems because of the God, uh, because of dogma. You know, that's a closed system. That's a closed thinking system where it's not, you're not, you're not daring to look from other perspectives. Um, open thinking is where you see another perspective and you don't judge it necessarily. You may have some ideas about it, um, but open thinking is where you you look at that perspective. Not even from your own ideas necessarily, but you look at that perspective and you go, okay, and if you, you base things on principles, you could say, okay, that makes sense. But here's my counter offer, and here's why. Um, and it's based on reason slash understanding things. In a more, you know, holistic, big picture-ish kind of way. And I'm not saying even mean big picture as in like, you know, big vision, but like in a structural way where it's like understanding like I was talking about earlier. A good way to separate structure from from content, in my opinion, and this could be wrong. I mean, this probably is partially wrong, but partially wrong. But uh, yeah, I just farted. <laughs> but uh, a good way to separate uh, structure from content is knowledge versus understanding, and, and the way that I talked about before. And there's different structures. There's a structural holonic system going on. I haven't really talked about holons a whole lot in this uh, podcast, but uh, we'll talk about it one day. If I just look up holon on YouTube, you can find some videos on what a holon is. But anyways, open thinking versus closed thinking also separates healthy from unhealthy. Close thinking would be like, no, you're wrong. End of discussion kind of thing. You know, it can be, it can be, there's different degrees of open, closed thinking, but, uh, open and closed thinking. But, um, Close thinking is often more like emotionally charged. In my in my opinion, it's more like you know, close thinking has more anger. Open thinking has more you know, like just a kind of active listening thing where you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then you go, okay, so that makes sense, and uh, I agree with some of these points here, here, and here. But then I think there are some counterpoints to be made here, here, and here, and here, or whatever it is. So that you're, you're uh, not just looking from your perspective, you're showing that you understand other people's perspective. Uh, so open thinking, it doesn't even necessarily mean that you are completely open. Because, like, stage blue, for instance, isn't going to be completely open like yellow is in a lot of ways. But there's a, a certain levels of blue that are more healthy, that are a little bit more open. Because they have more, perhaps because they have a little bit more orange, but... And perhaps they have more compassion and understanding, which leads to almost um, indirectly or almost automatically more open thinking because you're you're dealing with the person through the person's own metric and uh, the metric is then used to counter the points not in like a vicious way like oh yeah you're wrong this is really stupid you know type of thing but more like uh, yeah you make some points here and uh, so you know but there are points here where I'm like, you know,
this could be wrong, but this could be also correct. You know, we never know. Type of type type of uh, communication, and uh, there's different degrees of this, but you know things like this. So basically, the opposite of these things is the unhealthy level of understanding and interaction. And I'll cover some of the other healthier aspects when I'm done with this, but, uh, you know, we'll get into that in a minute. So the unhealthy is dogma, you know, ignorance. I don't mean ignorance as in, like, you're dumb. But ignorance as in, like, being ignorant. Because what the mind does is it... it, it is ignorant on things, but doesn't realize it or doesn't know that it's ignorant on things. And so, because it doesn't realize this, or because it doesn't realize how deep it is, it then kind of like, it's almost like an automatic thing where the more ignorant you are on something, and when you look at it like, you know, very... Uh, Generally speaking, and if it goes against your worldview, the more ignorant and the more ignorant you are on this thing, the more you can go, oh, this is stupid, this is dumb, this type of thing. Ignorance versus knowledge. Um, not a non-holistic thought. And now this is more of a stage yellow thing, anything anyways, but, uh, you know, non-holistic thought. A non-reasonable response where it's not like okay I can see your point here and I and I counter it here or whatever or you know it might be more in that stage blue way that I was doing like earlier where it's like you, know, you need to understand this for this reason and uh, you know because killing is wrong or whatever for these reasons it's this kind of this type this kind of thing versus non-reasonability where it's like, you need to just obey because it's God's word. God said this. And you're wrong for disobeying God. And, and who are you to uh, disagree with God? It's that, this kind of thing. Um, Non-reasonability. Unreasonability with interactions and understandings. Um, an inability to change given the changing times. You know, one of the problems that uh, a lot of the parties actually have, not just conservatives, but conservatives and Democrats have it, and it's changing a little bit, um, but it's still, they still have it to a large degree. But they had this unwillingness to change, where it's like, no, you're wrong, and then they're like, no, you're wrong, and then they, you know, this, they play this game of like, you're wrong, I'm right, type of thing. <laughs> um, versus the the willingness to change, not even to say the willingness to change, because you know, in stage blue, there may not be a willingness to change because there's, uh. <clears throat> there's going to be more of that, like, God told us this and so this. But a willingness to change how you interact slash do things with others. You know, type of thing. And a willingness to deliver God's message in a different way. A way that's not combative and a way that's not, like, judgmental. Because I don't know about you, but I don't think Jesus was one to talk about judging and one to uh, tell others to judge others, you know, type of thing. But you see a lot of it with Christianity and other, other religions that are based on Jesus. Um, sometimes where they judge others. And I don't know if that's necessarily something that 
wouldn't have been tolerated as much, you know, from Jesus. Because you, you know, there's these quotes from the Bible, these, these parts of the Bible where it's like, who here can cast the first stone? Uh, where, you know, I think it was, uh, I think it was actually, a, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong about this, it's been a while since I've read it, but I think it was actually concerning a prostitute or something where they wanted to, t to stone her for her actions or something. I could be wrong about this. It's been a while since I've read that part. But uh, And then he's like, he was writing something on the floor. I forget what he was writing. I don't think we actually know what he was writing. But um, but anyways, he was like, who can cast, who here can cast the first stone? Here. Um, you know, and everybody there that left, they left. And that may sound very judgmental, but actually is coming from a place of like, you know, if you're so certain that this person is sinful and you're judging this, this person for it, why are you judging them for it? You, you've been sinful. You've been this way. Kind of thing. You here can cast the first stone. Um... And that sounds like someone who realized that imperfection is a thing. And then you, you can't deny the fact that you're imperfect in some way. Or whatever that is. He may not, he may not have said it in those ways, but you know what I mean. So, unwillingness slash inability to change. Being flexible is more healthy. Now, like I said, with blue, it's not going to be necessarily be like the most flexible, but it's going to be flexible in the way that he interacts with others, based on his stage blue understandings, whatever those are. Um, same with red, orange, green, stuff like this. Eat the point. Um, so, lack of compassion. I mean, do I really have to explain that? Lack of compassion means that you don't understand this person. You don't understand why they're doing this. And more importantly, in, 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 in a lot of ways, it's almost like you don't care. You know, I've been there where I was radicalized for a while. You know, I talked about this story on my channel, channel uh, what did I call it? Mindful Politics? Or is it Political Ideas and Thoughts still? But anyways, I talked about how I was radicalized at one point. Not like violently or anything, but, you know, it's very, like, judgmental and stuff like this. Um, so I know where this comes from. You know, this is, this is coming from somebody who understands what happens when you judge. And you think, take things extremely seriously. Um, and so it's not, you know, coming from a pedestal, going from me going, ah, <laughs> it's coming from like, oh, yeah, this is what happens. Be aware of this, you know, be... That kind of kind of thing. Um, so, I think this is the episode for now. Um, let me see how much time I've got here. Yes, yeah, it's a pretty good episode. So, I'll leave it here. Um, put the segment on anchor, and then maybe wait. And then if I have any last thoughts on this, I'll publish that. I'll put that on there and then publish it. And, but if not, I'll just leave it there and publish it. So anyways, this is David from A Deeper Perspective, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. And ultimately, I think it boils down to is love. I think it boils down to um, love when it comes to healthy versus unhealthy understandings and interactions. Um, and remember that not all love is, is the same. You know, when most people think of love, they think of like romantic love or this like, you know, love where it's like, 
all lovey-dovey and like, I love you and all this other stuff. All that kind of stuff. Where, as in reality, that love is, is multivaried. It's, it's faceted. It's multifaceted. And there's a bunch of different, er, different elements to love. And I've talked about this already. I've made an episode about this called Beware of... Uh, what did I call it? Look up. Let me look it up right quick. Be wary of seeing things only from your perspective of giving and getting love. Uh, where I talk about the different kinds of forms of love that exist. I think there's mul multiple kinds of love. Um, you know, like compassion, the masculine versus feminine compassion. You know, compassion isn't necessarily about empathizing with the person and connecting with the person in this, this way. It's also about, you know, where sometimes you have to go, you know, this isn't working, you have to do it in this way, and this kind of thing. You know, masculine, masculine compassion. Which is not to say that a woman cannot have masculine compassion or a man cannot have feminine compassion. Uh, or that one is more prone to one or the other. Uh, although typically, typically you do find more masculine compassion in men and feminine compassion in women, but it's not uh, a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Um, so, how do you, if you are unhealthy, become more healthy? Um, this is a bit of a complex topic, and I've talked about it. pretty much all that, that I do, a lot of that I do, is geared towards this in my po podcast. So, um, you know, if you do want to become more healthy as, you know, whatever stage you're in, because, you know, one of the interesting problems of spiral dynamics is the moving upwards thing oh um you know when you are <clears throat> in spiral dynamics like stage blue and you're an unhealthy stage blue it will not work to move up you can't move up from there so you have to move sideways and get to the healthier levels of stage blue where there's more compassion love and understanding and stuff like this um, same for any other stage. Stage yellow, green, orange, blue, red, purple, beige, whatever it is. Although beige doesn't really have, I mean, I guess it could have some of that as well, but I don't know. That would be a different conversation, but, uh, cause beige doesn't really have the same, you know, thoughts as like purple, red, or blue, or, or green, or, or yellow, or orange, or turquoise. So it's, it's a bit different, but uh, the unhealthy levels of yellow is a bit different too, which um, I might make an episode about, because there are some unhealthy levels of yellow that you can go into and, and kind of go too deeply into complexity and stuff like that. But that's a future episode. Uh. Although some of these things apply to that as well. Um, you know, not enough of a holistic, not enough of a, uh, a big picture understanding. The, the yellow can have a big picture understandings, and they usually do. But sometimes it's not wholly, it's not a whole picture type of thing. And so you can kind of get lost in details and stuff, but uh, it's a future episode. Um, I'll make an episode about that. First, I have to talk about yellow first. I have to talk about the healthy benefits of orange and then green, stuff like that. The necessity of orange and green, sorry, not the healthy benefits. And then yellow and then turquoise. Um, but uh, anyways, I hope you uh, like this episode. It's a bit um, 
you know, it's not really full of like practical ways of like becoming healthier. Whether, but but it gives you some principles like, oh, you can do this and do this. So I will give you some actual practical ways of becoming healthier. Um, learning how to calm yourself down in seconds. That's a really important first step. You know, like meditation. It doesn't even have to be even like a 15, 20, 30 minute meditation. You can calm down in like two, three minutes. Um, or even like 30 seconds by doing some deep breathing. Um, or some exercise, some yoga or something. Um, it doesn't really need to be a 30 minute thing where you have to sit there and just concentrate on your breath or whatever. Um, and one thing that I'm, I'm learning how to do is to not create a dogma, not look at things dogmatically and say, oh, this has to be this way from a stage yellow point of view or a stage green point of view or whatever. And that's what I'm doing in this episode. I'm like, this is how this can work and this is how... Uh, another thing you can do is look at things from their shoes, if possible. That requires understanding. It requires compassion. requires love. requires open thinking. Uh, versus closed thinking. So if you're in a closed thinking state, it may not be as easy to see things from their shoes, but you may get some insights from doing that if you're in a closed thinking state. But first I'd calm down in seconds and then... Um, <clears throat> wait a while. It's, a, it's amazing what happens if you just wait. You know, if you if you get angry at something, you know... Depending on what it is, you know, it, it's amazing what just waiting does. Waiting a couple of days before speaking on something. Oh, that's that was my anger speaking. Um, you know, waiting a couple of days or a week or whatever necessary waiting time and day it takes. Maybe that means working through the anger, but it doesn't even necessarily even mean that. I mean, that might be helpful, but. It's not even necessary that much that necessary. All it really takes is a little bit of waiting and a little bit of calming yourself down in seconds and things like this until you go, oh, because often like emotions create closed thinking. So thing to keep in mind, especially like strong emotions, like fear, annoyance, you know, anger, uh, hate, things like this. Even strong, like, romantic love can create, kind of create, like, a closed, a blindness thing. You can see that sometimes when people are, are really obsessed with, obsessed with each other or, or whatever it is, and they become closed thinking uh, as a result. Um, that can happen sometimes. So your healthy ways must depend on you first being able to calm yourself down in seconds. I want to make an episode of Julie about how to deal with judgment, but it's a bit complex, and uh, I, I don't want to mess it up too much, so I'm, I'm waiting a little bit on that, so. Yeah. I've got a little kitty over here. It's a little Isabel. Speak to the kitty. Speak to the people. No. You don't want to meow at me? No. <laughs> Cats are funny. Morning, kitty cat. Mm. Okay, so... Try and build more understanding versus knowledge. Um, you know, one way of doing that is looking at things from their shoes you know, try and live, try and uh, live their life through their shoes, you know, trying to uh, go through, you know, life th through their shoes, like, you know, being born, being raised in a certain way, however they're raised, whatever the case may be, whatever information that you know on the situation. And then you go, oh, that's what that means. Oh, it doesn't really have to be that as detailed as that, but it can be. Um, 
learned not to take things seriously as much. Uh, it's something that I'm trying to learn myself. It's one of my problems as well, is taking things seriously, because what it does is it creates a dogma. It creates dogma. And uh, in a lot of ways, it creates like a, and not, not necessarily even like an ideological dogma. I mean, that can happen too, where you can take things so seriously that you you make an ideological dogma where Democrats are better and Republicans are not and things like this. But <clears throat> it's not even necessarily about that. It's about life dogma as well. Like, you need to be taking this more seriously and things like this. Um, so, you know, start by calming yourself down in seconds and try not to take things so seriously. It's hard to do, but it is something that is really necessary to do. Now, try not to judge yourself for taking things seriously as well. I am, you know, I did that as well sometimes, and that doesn't really work either. And you find yourself taking that seriously, and this is how get picking up the cycle. Oh no, I'm taking things seriously again. Oh no. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it can be sometimes. Um, So, I mean, there's many other ways, but I'll just leave it there for now. So, anyways, this is A Deeper Perspective, and I'll talk to you on the next episode, whenever that's going to be. So, decided to add a little bit more to this episode, because there are some higher levels of being healthy. Um... And it wouldn't be an episode if I wouldn't if I didn't put a bit of more holistic thinking into this episode. It's more I go over all of the aspects of this, but so there are some higher aspects. Um, compassion, understanding, open thinking, but to greater degrees. Uh, and perhaps I'll do an episode specifically on these higher levels in the future because there are a lot of more complexities there especially when going from green to yellow because green can kind of like misattribute some of these levels I mean there are they are in this these and these levels and a lot of them like but they are also sometimes a little bit misattributed. Um, and the understandings are not wide enough, are not far enough, are not big picture enough, and the compassion is not wide enough, and big picture enough, and the open thinking is not wide enough, and big picture enough. You'll work. Um, for yellow. And perhaps one day I might do an episodes, or episode, or episodes on going healthier from, like, the unhealthy red to unhealthy blue, and then doing that for our unhealthy red to healthy red, and then unhealthy blue to healthy blue, and then going that from orange to green to yellow. Because I think there's some interesting things to talk about there as well. Um, might do that in the future. We'll see. So, compassion at the highest levels. Universal compassion for all. Um, masculine and feminine compassion. You know, green does the compassion thing for all, or for most at least, for, for all, um, for the most part. Um, you know, unless sometimes the green gets triggered by orange and then the compassion kind of like goes, but you know, most of the time it, it, it kind of works and it's compassion for all, but it's feminine compassion. It's not necessarily masculine compassion. And so yellow comes in and says, yes, that's great and wonderful, but you need a little bit of this. But that kind of like, different green is like, no, and you know, this kind of thing. 
and that's fine. You know, wherever you're at is wherever you're at. But you know, yellow is more like both of those. So understanding green's understanding is green's understanding, but there's more understandings. There's orange understanding. There's blue understanding. There's red understanding. There's purple understanding. There's yellow understanding. There's turquoise understanding. So all understandings. That's turquoise. And and yellow as well. But mostly, it, I think, really, it starts to come about with turquoise. Um, although it definitely comes about with yellow, but that understanding isn't actualized. It's not, like, put into practice, like, oh, how do we do this? And, you know, stuff like that. But we'll get into that in other episodes. So, open thinking. <clears throat> yellow is way open, like, when it comes to open thinking. Uh, your open thinking, you know, with, with the other stages, like tier one stages, which is uh, beige, purple, red, blue, orange, green, the open thinking, if there is any, is is still within their own tier, within their own stage, whatever that is. If you're green, the open thinking is going to be more green-based. If you're orange, it's going to be more orange-based. If you're blue, it's more blue-based, which is still fine based on your stage. Um, but you, but it's, but it's not open thinking enough if you want to really go into yellow. Open thinking incorporates all stages. It's kind of like yellow slash turquoise. Um, open communication as well in, in certain ways. Like if you you know, make a podcast, you have to almost make an open communication because you're, cause you're going into that open thinking construct. Um, but yeah, we'll go into that in other episodes. So this is a deeper perspective and I'll talk to you in the next episode.